Hi, my name is Giselle and this is my podcast Smells Like New Talent. In this podcast I will talk to multiple upcoming musicians about them, their music and their future visions. If you're looking for new music, this is the place to be. This episode, Low Hill. I've got my body Welcome to Logans van Hulle, also known as Lowell. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah. I got to know you when you participated in this Belgian TV show called The Columbus. Um, we should, oh, okay. should definitely talk about that. Uh, but first, uh, could you introduce yourself? Who is Lowell? Um... Let's see, Lowhill is a kind of um, myself, my alter ego, my musical alter ego. I would say um, it's it's um, this kind of solo music project where I produce and compose and write um, music and play live, of course. Yeah. Um, and it's, I guess you could say that uh, sound wise it's a bit somewhere between like ambient new soul but I'm also um, always like seeking for um, kind of interesting sounds or soundscapes or ambient moods um, that kind of thing okay and, and <laughs> when did you start making music is it something that you were interested in as a young kid or did that interest come later it was it was something I was all um, that really started as a kid. I mean, I was I guess I was when I was nine years old. I started playing drums, and that evolved quite quickly to like DJing. And when I was twelve, thirteen, and then I started to make my own kind of soundscape stuff. But it was always a thing that was kind of in the background. I would say I just did it. I never thought or saw it as a thing like, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to make music. It was always just there. And I guess that it was until I was like 22 or 23 that I really decided to um, like try and make a career out of it-ish. Okay. And I guess that when I told it, when I told that to like friends and, and stuff, they were all like, yeah, of course, because you're a musician. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it was never, um, it was never that present. I mean, it was just always there. I never asked it. I, I mean, I never questioned it. Yeah. Um, and at some point you started as a composer for theater and dance in Antwerp. Um, mm -hmm. Could you tell something about that? Because it sounds really interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. Um, the thing is that what I just said, like I, I never really questioned it. It was just there. Um, it was it was also the same with things that I did in life. So I, I was really interested in theater and movies and stuff. And I started um, taking acting classes. 
And then all of a sudden, um, I got, um, um, I entered this uh, conservatorium here in Antwerp where I started uh, like acting class um, and it was really nice. And actually I wanted to become like uh, an artist or, 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 or make theater or movies or stuff, um, but I didn't pass. But I really like um, stayed very close to this group of people that um, that were in theater eventually and worked on different pieces and they all knew me and and all of a sudden I got like this phone call oh we need like a song can you make this for this theater piece and that's how it like it begun like and then I did another one for another piece and then another company saw that and and then i did this dance thing and then i did some movies so and and like the, my first kind of audience were all also my first concerts were uh literally like in front of a bunch of actors and movie makers and they were like oh we want to work with you or we want to do something with this um so yeah i guess as well because i'm because my music's very um soundscapey soundtrack like very sometimes dramatic yeah. uh, uh, it's it's something that I think works as well with, with theater or with some drama <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah. yeah so you um, uh, yeah you did theater but but on the musical side different than you imagined before maybe yeah exactly I, I, I imagine like becoming like this actor or director uh i because there was a thing I, i i always played music but i i had like a goal of like i want to become an actor or a director or make movies or stuff and then all of a sudden i decided no i just make music because that's what i do yeah. <laughs> that's what i always did and that's what i'm good at um but i never wanted to let go of my big um yeah passion i had this this love for for acting and 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 theater and So so yeah, and then I got I got involved in this company, and I was like a, a member of the company, and that's also when I got like um, started um, working on um, more than just the music, but also like the the scene and how how it should be done, and and like kind of I had like this kind of director and musical director part, so that was really nice. Um, so that was a kind of way to just to, to still fulfill this other dream a little bit that I'm I'm still working on that as well yeah. <laughs> but always with like music in mind mm -hmm. so. um, and I read in your bio on Spotify that Low Hill was originally uh, a five-piece band um, what is the reason for it being a solo project now yeah actually it, it's 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 a bit of a thing I um, it started off as a band because I I mean Obviously, I was writing music and I wanted um, to play live, but I really, I really don't like to um, see. I think we live in a time now, these days, or, or for the past 10 years, there were a lot of live acts I saw and it was all kind of boring. I mean, it was like a guy standing there pushing some buttons and then someone singing. And it, it it's always like, it's good, but it's never like, amazingly good because it's a computer and and um i really didn't want that effect i, I really didn't want to have like a computer on stage and me singing <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I had like this, this goal that I wanted like every instrument that I composed or made or had in mind, I wanted it to be live. So I started looking for like musicians who could do that. Um, and then I formed this group and we were a really nice, nice, nice group of people. Um, but I guess I was a bit too, <laughs> too ambitious or, or, or something. And, and some people kind of dropped the game or dropped the ball. And then I decided to, to go on myself to, to go on like as a solo project. And, and that also like really helped me because I was really like, I'm a bit of a, um, perfectionist when it comes to sounds and stuff and um yeah so yeah but now i'm i have to admit that i'm i'm thinking about maybe um getting involved with with some musicians again in the future but that's that's something for i guess when there's a new record coming or something like that and do but, you uh when you when you make music is it uh uh, the creating process do you do everything by yourself of other other people um helping um, you or giving ideas i guess i do most of the stuff myself uh, when it comes to like the writing process i sometimes i have a really good friend who's a musician and sometimes i i i send him some crappy recordings um and then he sends me back like, oh, maybe you should try this or that. But I guess most of the stuff I write and ha have written and stuff that I'm writing at the moment is like, yeah, it's all kind of by myself. Um, only when when I, when I'm like getting into like the producing part and the mixing part and the final stage, I, I, um, I have a really good connection with um, Benjamin Smith, a musician from uh, Essex. And um, he uh, helps me a lot with, with the mixing part and like with the story, what's the whole story of the song um, in, in, I mean, like what, what in, um, what's related to how it sounds or stuff like that. Don't let your love come down. Don't let your Your artist name is Lowhill. Where did that mm. name come from? It's it's very uh, easy. It's um, my real name is is uh, I mean my name <laughs> is Laurens uh, van Hulle, and um, uh, van Hulle is like an um, so a kind of, a kind of an old version of saying um, from the hill. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so you. Um, and yeah, and I thought, ah, I could, I could just, because it, I saw it back then as well as a kind of a solo project, um, I could just do it, do something like Lawrence Hill or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then that would be like similar, very, very similar to like Lauren Hill and stuff. Oh, that would yeah. Be weird. yeah. Um, so, uh, and as all my friends called me Lau, so I, I picked like, low hill and i thought oh maybe low hill and uh that's like how i got the name very uh boring but um yeah and i i looked it up as well and in um there's like a place in england i guess it's called like wolverhampton 
and they got a city and it's called Low Hill as well. Uh, and there's a very weird story about like school of children that disappeared <laughs> in that city that really like, I was like pretty triggered by that. And also um, it's like um, a, um, a tumulus as well, like a, a place where they, where they bury people. Um, like back in ancient times when, when someone died, they buried him in, in like in a, inside of a hill and it was called like a low hill. It's like a, a, a place to bury uh, people and they bury people in the hills back in the days. So um, in the end, it's a really cool stage name. I thought so. I thought it was nice because it's 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 like my name. It has my name in it, and it has like this weird kind of story, and it has like this kind of place where you bury people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I like the idea of like like a hill or a mountain is something that's really big, or or, mm. or you think ah, oh, this is like this big thing, but but it's like a low hill, so it's like it's like a, a little big thing. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um i have like a friend and he he's he made an album and it's called like small things and bigger nothings i like the yeah the, those to put those things together yeah um, yeah so um as i said earlier you participated in this belgian tv show called the columbus um presenter wimley bar travels in four days with a bus to a destination that isn't possible to reach in four days That's why arriving at the destination isn't important, but the important thing is to let everything go in those four days and let in the unexpected. Um, mm -hmm. All episodes were with different famous Belgians, uh, except for the last episode of season two. Unfamous mm -hmm. Belgian people could um, sign up for a chance to be on the show. And one of those people that signed up was you. Um, and eventually you were the person that made it to the show. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me, how did that whole process go from wanting to be on the program to signing up to actually being chosen and go on that trip? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty weird. Um, yeah, the thing to make a long story short, I guess like in, in that period, I, um, I really wanted to go on a holiday, like <laughs> super badly. And um, the thing was, I am... I really wanted to, 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 to be like, normally when I go on holiday, I go to like city tripping or stuff like that. And I really wanted to go like on holiday to like nature or stuff. And um, with my girlfriend back then, we were, we were uh, seeing um, the show on television a lot. And she was a huge fan of it. And I started seeing it as well. And um, we had this plan to book this trip to like some kind of a house somewhere in Ardenne, uh, just in Belgium, but like in, in nature, in the middle of nowhere, just just have a, some time off. And uh, I thought it was great, but then we had some kind of financial issues and then we decided not to do that. And I guess like at the same day when we decided not to do it, we were like super sad. And I remember her like going to bed and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this, this show, Columbus, that I recorded. And I recorded and I watched it. And after um, after the show, like there was this kind of really short commercial where they just said, like, yeah, you want to go on a trip with the bus? Um, you can like subscribe on the website. And actually, I really thought that ah, I could like win a trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would this, this is great. And I was like, okay, this is really perfect. 
I'll, um, I can subscribe for this. Maybe I'll win this trip and then, and then maybe we can still go on a holiday with that bus. That would be awesome. But I wasn't thinking because they didn't set it like explicitly um, that it was for the TV show oh. and for new, new, new stuff. So I really thought it was going to be like a holiday. So I filled in this, <laughs> this whole form with the thing in my head. I'm going on holiday. And, um, and then I, I sent it in and then I got this phone call. Uh, these people are like, yeah, you, you subscribed for the show and um, we chose uh, you uh, together with 50 other people. Um, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And so, I just, so then I discovered that, oh, it's actually for the television show. Um, um, but I was like, oh yeah, why not? And then they asked me to make like a little video and, um, then I got chosen. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things turned out different than you expected, but, uh, it was still totally great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so and, uh, you brought a keyboard and played your song Drowning in a Ruin. Um, and at that moment I directly fell in love with your voice and your music, um, what was that like to play your song there and also knowing that it will be on national television? <laughs> it was really scary, but I wasn't, I wasn't really uh, um, worried about the whole television thing because actually when we were on the trip, you, I wasn't really aware of like, it, was, it's, it sounds weird and cliche to say, but I was really like, in the moment yeah. and I wasn't thinking about I mean those people were obviously filming but I wasn't like I wasn't aware of ah oh, this is going to be on national television people are going to actually see this I was like just let's just have some fun here and so I was on that trip but then we yeah um, I had a small talk with the director before we left like I guess some days before and he said yeah what's like what's like thing that that you really would love to take on a holiday if you could and I was like yeah I have this piano thing because uh, I play music and they were like okay great um, and then I took it and and then he he had like the idea the director told me ah maybe it's nice if we I mean find some time like when we have dinner at, at the fire or something that you can play and I was like okay and I was like really I had it was like in the back of my mind that maybe I would play a song like when we were eating or stuff I don't know yeah. I had this small in my head I was making it like as small as possible and then all of a sudden we were like in this beautiful ruin and and then he brought it up and I I felt that like I, I got so tense I was like fuck no he wants me to play it here fuck <laughs> fuck but it would also it was great so so yeah it was really nice I'm really glad I, I did it um uh, it was it was really nice because the things you what you didn't see on the on the show is it's like really a church and around the church were, were just like a few houses and there were like and all these people were like starting to 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 get out of their houses as I was playing it was so nice it was such a great um, thing to do yeah it was great one of the greatest shows I ever did I guess yeah, until cool. now. So, so yeah. I 
uh, did being on the show uh, on the Columbus bring you things uh, like new listeners or opportunities or maybe like more inspiration for songwriting or things? Um, it bring me some personal stuff. Yeah, like like looking differently at life, I guess somehow, and some nice friends like from the like like the director, for instance, were still like on talking terms. That's nice. I guess musically it was it, it, there was like this huge boost, um, but it it just went on for like a few weeks. Um, uh, there was but it was pretty weird to be like in the middle of this. Actually, I I, I have to admit I was I was super overwhelmed, and um, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't expect it. It's, it sounds really stupid, but I didn't expect it to be that big or something. And um, I was a bit sh- shocked, oh. and I I I remember like I didn't left my house <laughs> like for a week, and I was so I was so stressed about like going outside, and I actually I stopped like writing songs for a while as well because I really felt a bit oh fuck this is heavy. Um, um, so I was a bit overwhelmed. I remember like the morning after, really the morning after it aired, there was my doorbell rang. <laughs> I opened the door and there was just a guy standing in front of my door, a total stranger. He was like, yeah, I saw you on the show and I, I looked for your house. You were amazing. And I was like, wow, okay. A bit creepy. This is so, it's super creepy. Yeah. It was super creepy. And then, yeah, it was super weird like and people started like but it's it's also yeah you it's also a thing what happens but i wasn't aware of that it would have like this huge impact i remember like after the show um vim the guy who was driving the bus who was with me um he also called me he said you need to take a look at the like the facebook posts from in like the the television thing and i was like okay and they were like, like we had like thousands of likes and, mm-hmm. and all these people were and all of a sudden yeah, it was like this small explosion and I was really overwhelmed so it made me like um, crawl back in a shell for a for a few weeks um, because I really didn't know how to handle it somehow looking back at it I feel a bit sometimes feel a bit stupid that I didn't like take all the opportunities that were obviously there because I had a lot of show requests, people asking me if I could play on all these shows. It was so weird playing, but it was weird to play on shows as well back then because I did a show and like, it was it was crowded for the first time. My first shows after that were super crowded, but people weren't like really paying attention to the music, but just afterwards they wanted to be on a picture with me or have this small talk with me. And I was like, yeah, but, it was super weird. It was they really thought weird. Uh, you were famous now and they didn't like really come for your music or? No, no. So that was really, uh, uh. yeah, that was really weird. And it made me a bit sad. And I guess I, I gave, I, I gave it up. Uh, I mean, I not gave it up like fully, but I, I really lowered my uh, intention on, on writing and uh, making music for, for a few months back then, I guess. I really don't like to to feel like the, a lot of pressure when I write, and that that suddenly there was like 
a huge amount of pressure because all these people were like, okay, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was, was texting me and via WhatsApp and everyone's like, got like huge amount of emails of people like, do you have more music? Can we, can we, can we listen to some, some, is there an album that I can buy? Are there some shows? And then I, I just signed a deal with the label, with B2 Records. And I remember them like after the show aired, they got a lot of emails as well. So they were like really pushy, like, okay, we need more music. We need more singles. We need more um, songs you can, we can put on the radio. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Um, so I was really overwhelmed. And I guess, lo yeah, looking back at it, I'm, I'm sometimes a bit sad that I didn't like jumped back then, but I, was, I wasn't, I, I really didn't felt ready for it. And, and yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, something different. Uh, to find the inspirations of the musicians in this podcast, I often look for playlists they made. Uh, and in your case, I found two playlists. Um, let's start with the first. Uh, for the Trip in the Columbus, you made a playlist with your favorite songs in it. Um, there's a lot of Bon Iver in it and a lot of James Blake. And I really hear that James Blake sound back in your music. Uh, what do you like about him and his music? Wow, so much. Um, what I like the most about him, I remember hearing like his song for the first time, uh, actually like the Wilhelm Scream song. And it was actually on a theater play I saw um, from uh, the Amsterdam. Um, and I was like super amazed by the song. Um, and the thing what I really like about him is how he he's really uh, how do you say it? Um, he's really like like very um, secure, <laughs> and and he's with everything. Everything is so um, he all he, yeah. He, it's like when he puts together the song, he only takes like the what's like super essential um, for it. And he's not busy with, I mean, when I would record a song or, 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 or anyone, I guess, and you want it to be like, I wanted to make, and you want to make it like big, or you have, you want to like a big chorus, or you want to like, to really like hit it hard, then you would obviously say, okay, we need a lot of drums. We need a lot of um, uh, guitars, a lot of bass, maybe, maybe uh, someone that, that screams or something like that. And, and what he does is like completely the same, but like pure intentional, like, what do I need here? And then he chooses like one sound and that, and that's like a kind of, yeah, it's like, sometimes it's, it's almost annoying tone. That's like, bee, bee, bee. that's all that's, that's really like, hitting your your head super hard but it's it's like yeah to me it's he he always uses like the super essential like how for instance how picasso sometimes he had picasso had this period when he painted faces and and he used like only used like three or four lines and with three or four lines he could paint like this perfect face and you could see it's a face you could see like oh this is a face of a human being but it's actually, it's like three or four lines, like a child that would draw a face. But mm -hmm. actually it's like Picasso and he went to all these stages of how do I paint this face? And it's like the same how, I see like the same thing in how James Blake 
um, thinks about how do I um, really let this uh, chorus have like its impact without using a lot of drums or a lot of guitar or a lot of sounds. And I really like how he um, this yeah makes decisions on that, and 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 also like plays with um, um, effects like like. Um, echoes and, and stuff like that in a, in a total different way to me it was like it was a huge eye-opener on like wow so this is possible <laughs> this is crazy I guess and I guess like James Blake was a bit of um, an artist that that really um, made me because um, because back in the days I made like music for film and theater and it was very um, soundscapey very ambient very moody and next to that, I wanted like to write songs, and 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 I saw those uh, things as two different worlds. Like, okay, when I write songs, it's like me on a guitar, and when I make theater, it's me on on a synthesizer or, or or with samples or with cassettes or sampling old tapes and doing stuff with that. And I felt like James Blake brought those those two worlds like completely together and made it like sound like something that's perfectly normal yeah. <laughs> uh, and and to me that was a huge eye-opener yeah mm. and and the other playlist i found was called low hill what inspires me uh with songs in it that inspire you um and in that playlist were two artists that i wouldn't immediately uh, match with you um namely maggie rogers who makes a mix between folk dance and r&b and sam yeah. Henshaw, who who combines uh, soul pop and hip-hop um, in what way do they inspire you? Um, ah, yeah, I get I get inspired by a lot of artists, uh, but but what I really love about Maggie Rogers is her how oh, this 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 great vibes she has, and 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 she really sticks to to who she is, or it has like this authenticity, uh, and still it's like re really poppy and dancey and and happy and. And you can just when I put it on, it it it, it immediately blows my mind. Um, um, uh, yeah, and she has this great vibe. I can't really like put a finger on it what it is, but it's like every time I put it on, it it really I have this huge smile on my face, and I feel like jumping through the roof, and and it's great. And um, and I get like I, I guess like the drive, how she rides, and how she like sticks to who she is or who she thinks she is or whatever. Um, that is something that really inspires me. And, and I guess you, it, it, you hear it um, throughout what she writes. And I really love her lyrics as well. It's really easy. It's really like really simple lyrics, but it, it's, it says a lot. So in that way, I guess, Maggie Rogers and, and Sam Henshaw, he made one song, it's called Better, I guess. Yeah. And it's like immediately when I, uh, actually he was, he's a nephew of um, a, a, an, um, a female singer I worked with. And she told me, yeah, I should listen to my nephew once. And I, I put it on and I really like, I was like, wow. Yeah. And he has like this very soulful, R&B vibe that I really like and, and he does great things with his voice um, and I really love that yeah 
And he's also somewhere between like folk and soul sometimes. Yeah, that really, yeah, that really, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're uh, writing a song, uh, how does that go? Do you have set writing hours or do you just write when something comes in your mind? Um, yeah, it's it, it really depends, uh, to be honest. But most of the time, um, I get a little bit overwhelmed by myself. Um, I mean, like, uh, I try not to, like, sit down and write a song because most of the times that doesn't, that doesn't work. But um, it's more like when I do, like, these, I since, ever since, like, now, especially since the lockdown, I decided I need to, like, practice. I need to practice more. Um, so I decided, like, okay, I'm gonna play like piano, like a few times, a few times a week. I'm gonna sing a bit more. I'm gonna like play scales, um, intervals, do all these kind of stuff. And and so I really like push myself to do that. And I'm really, <laughs> I'm super bad at um, sticking to to programs or to stuff I need to do. Um, so I get like. Um, uh, distracted super fast so I just sit on my piano and I start to do like these scales and I do this stuff I guess when you hear some of my music like you can hear it in drowning as well um, it has this uh, in the background this this voice going da, 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 da. and on top of that I sing this song and I have it in some others in one of my old songs called Falling. I do this hoom, hoom, hoom as well. And a lot of new stuff, there's like my voice as well, but that's, it's basically just a singing exercise. So I basically, most of the time I start like exercising and I play like intervals and I start to sing like five, one, five, one, five, like that. And then all of a sudden I get distracted because I think, oh, this sounds great. And then I start to record it and basically that's it. And then I start to, and then, it, then it starts to flow and then I start to write stuff. So most of the time it's just me getting distracted, uh, I guess, um, in a kind of a workflow. But I'm I'm really bad at sit at like sitting down and doing that. I'm a kind of more of an um, avoiding type of person, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I guess I I always like wait until until there's not much time left, and I'm like, okay, let's do it very fast, and then I start some recordings. Um, yeah, like that, I guess. <laughs> okay, uh, I think it's time for a little game. Um, I ask the uh, artists in every episode to answer as much this or that questions as possible in exactly one minute. Uh, so mm -hmm. for example, pop or rock, and then you choose one. So um, do you want to try to beat the number one with 20 seconds, 22 answered questions? Shit. Okay, let's try that. Okay. Um, Okay, when I say start, uh, the the minute goes in, and you have to answer as much uh, as much of them. Um, so okay. three, <laughs> two, one. Headphones or speakers? Speakers. Record music or write music? Record music. Concert or festival? Concert. Watch a music video or watch a concert video? Watch a concert video. Cassette or vinyl? 
final. First or bridge? Bridge. Talk talk or Fleetwood Mac? Talk talk. Piano or guitar? Piano. Rock, rock Werchter or Lowlands? Lowlands. The triangle or the accordion? <laughs> accordion. DJ yeah, or band? Uh, band. Play music or listen to music? Uh, listen to music. Taylor Swift or Dua Lipa? Oh, Taylor Swift. 80s or zeros? 80s. Wembley or the Royal Albert Hall? Wembley. Make music or play a live show? Make music. Rock music or jazz music? Jazz music. Time's up. Um, you got 17 uh, answered questions. Um, that's yeah. third place. Oh, that's not bad. No, it isn't. It's uh, You're on the podium. Great. <laughs> uh, so... Um, I ask you, write music or record music? I'm not sure what you said. Uh, was it write music or record music? What did you prefer? I, I said record music. <laughs> and, and, and why is that? Um, yeah, it's a bit of a difficult thing. I, I guess I would say write music, but I just write recording-wise. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, um, yeah, what I, like I said, when I start writing songs, I, I, I do like these exercises or stuff. Um, it's always like being kind of in a, in a distraction. I mean, um, wow. Yeah. I'm always like, has have to be like distracted to, to re really write good. And so I can't really write. I mean, I can't sit down and write. And most of the times I, I start recording stuff and then out of the recording that comes this writing. Um, so, so maybe that's why I said recording. And also because I really love to, um mix and and produce and and record also for other people um it's a nice nice thing um and, and it gets me like gives me some headspace yeah um and in march you released an ep called as you fall into the sky with four piano songs on it uh why why are those songs with just the piano um, it was this weird thing because of the corona uh, that was happening. We were all like in this kind of lockdown mood. Um, and I just started playing piano a lot, like on daily basis. Um, also like stupid, um, um, did these stupid exercises. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I decided to, um, to improvise some stuff with like, based on a kind of an exercise I did um, and I just like hit the record button and I started playing and I didn't stop for an hour or two uh, and then I was like wow okay and then I kind of listened to that and actually it's that it's just a live improvisation of me on the piano but it kind of for me kind of um, um, uh, yeah to me, it was kind of really what was going on in my head and how I was feeling at that moment. Like everybody was like sitting inside and everything was quiet. Everything was like, I don't know. It was like this weird kind of atmosphere in, 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 in the sky. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it just, it just felt great. And 
Um, I always have this huge, huge fascination for Keith Jarrett, like the jazz pianist, classical pianist. And it's like kind of, um, I always said like, wow, that would be like a dream for me to, to be like Keith Jarrett because he, he's like this jazz pianist, but he plays also classical music. And he has like this famous CD called like Köln, the Köln Concerts. And it's actually a concert in Köln, obviously. Um, but what he basically does is he, he takes the plane to Köln, he sits down at this piano and he starts jamming, but like in front of a stadium full of people. And he just starts jamming for an hour or two or three and it's great, it's amazing. It's like, it's really, it, it blows my mind. And I'm really like, I'm, I'm really blown away by this whole improvisation thing. Um, because I think it's the most pure form of um, music because it's completely live and you can't really reproduce. Um, so, so yeah, I guess all those items together just came to like that one recording and I, I, I showed it to some friends and they were all like really kind of blow, blown away by it. And I decided I could like release it as a kind of a, as a kind of an answer uh, to what was going on at the moment. Uh, and I also just broke up with my girlfriend, I guess. And I don't know, <laughs> it just suited everything. And, and the songs uh, are titled 3, 2, 1 and 3.1. Uh, is there a reason for those titles? Yeah, because um, it's it's an improvisation, but I, I um, edited it. Um, so actually number one is was actually the beginning of the improvisation. And uh, number two, and, and so it, it's actually number one and two and three, but to me, like number three had the most of kind of a, like a team um, to it, like uh, something that that's like a, this recognizable melody that I really loved. Um, so I decided to just like mess it up <laughs> and start with number three or like with the end of the improvisation. And I called it like number three because I, I, I did like these three parts. And then I decided to make a variation on number three as a kind of a team. So it's uh, it's it's this improvisation that I basically like chopped up and, and made something out of, yeah. Okay. Um, and um, in May, you did a live session for the Belgian music site Dansen de Beren, uh, and you played an unreleased song that you were still working on at the time. Um, how's it going with that song and other new music? Um, it's going really well. Yeah, and I have to say for now I have like actually uh, I've got like since yesterday um, I got eleven tracks that are kind of in a in a state where they are like finished but still need like proper recordings and, and proper mixing and stuff. But but um, I really did a lot of writing actually, and it was it was pretty pretty amazing. Um, so now. Yeah, it's good. It's it's going it's going well. It's 
it's just hard for me not to um, not to start to feel pressure, <laughs> something like that, because uh, I really I really discovered that pressure is the baddest thing for me to feel. <laughs> um, so yeah, but but it's going well. Yeah, it's going really well. Okay, great. Um, because at the start of this year, you released your released your most recent song. Um, when I uh, before the EP, um, you released mm -hmm. the song "Heal." Um, yeah. What's the story behind that song? Wow, um, there, actually, it's kind of a big story. Huh. <laughs> um, I I was um, my my ex girlfriend that I break, broke up with and where like the as you fall into the sky is a bit of an answer to as well um heal is actually like um dedicated to her i guess or to our relationship like it's a, it's a bit the story of actually like when you when you um would see it in its wholeness is that a word i don't know it's it's um it's just basically about someone that is like meeting another person and every time you um make like the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again and you really know why you you know why you are making these mistakes both of you do but it still happens because it happens and it's a bit of a sad thing you're in in this kind of loop this loophole where you where you can't really go get out i guess and you you yeah and you really like fuck and it's what i sing in the, in the chorus like you, you 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 gotta give up on something and you really feel like every every time it comes back to that like oh we you gotta give up on something and then we can move on but it feels like we're always on the run <laughs> said you were working on new songs uh, do you have any other plans for the near future um yeah touring and live concerts is is difficult now uh, these days but except from new music do you have other things you want to work on or um no i'm really like focusing on the album and i really want to make like this kind of a uh, cool live videos around it and i have these a bit of what what I really like about I discovered that as well that I really like to work on an album because you can like really make a whole story yeah. <laughs> around it and that is something that's not possible with like a single is like a small thingy and 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 this album you can it has like a big storyline and you can you can make like this artwork and these videos and it's it's all like built around this 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 one story and that's something i really like and i'm kind of um 
want to put that story in a kind of in several like videos as well so i'm, I'm talking about views and, and artwork with different people now but it's basically it's the album that i'm really working on pretty hard and i'm i'm um i i have i'm i'm talking again to 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 people to form like this band to play live um but that will be like next year i guess as well i guess yeah really like next year um besides that not really um nothing that is very um um solid yet um i'm just like there's this person that that's um i mean a friend of mine he's writing a movie and he wants me to make the music for that so that is maybe something that will happen uh, but apart from that no not much okay well i wish you the best of luck with those things um and thank you very much for being on the podcast thanks thanks thank you for for having me it's great absolutely thank you for listening to the fifth episode of the smells like new talent podcast if you are an upcoming musician and want to be featured in the next episode please message me on Instagram at smellslikenewtalent or send an email to smellslikenewtalent at gmail.com.